0: Her show has just been birthed by C section, or do you think this is a natural? Birth? I think this was natural, natural, no epidural.
1: Is it like was no it epidural? She, I think it was natural. I is it, it a pre birth
0: or is it right on time? I think it was right, right at the nine half mark. Were we in the hospital, or was this with a doula at home? Mm. I kind
1: of feel like we rented up the whole Cedar Sinai like we West Point area. Like I think we Kylie Jenner style. I uh, think there were cameras involved, and I think all of our all like, of our legs were like spread I open. Say, I can't. I
0: literally <laughs> rude the day that you give birth because me and Oh, I've... I
1: want I want it to I want
0: to go on Instagram live day it. I give
1: birth, and I want everyone to fucking see it. I want it to be shown in all like sex education classes in seventh grade. Okay.
0: Well, with that being said, and that being said, we'll play the theme music, and when we come back, we're gonna talk. The reason why I have this much energy is because I am on a burst prednisone pack and I am so excited to introduce our beautiful effing show. Hi guys, I am Josie Toda.
1: Hi, I am Alicia Pascual-Pena.
0: And I'm Yasmeen Hamri
1: and you're listening to Dare, Dare we, we Say.
0: Woo! So I literally called Yasmeen the other day. I woke yeah. up feeling as though I was like multiple feet penetrated into the ground. Yeah, yeah. I was on did. my death. Okay, I go out the house to go to... Because I'm like, I need to go to urgent care. I like I can't even go to work this day. No. I don't have my keys. I don't have my car. My car's in LA. I'm stranded. I Uber. I leave the door to my house in my college house unlocked. Now I'm risking my roommate's life. Yeah, you are. They can handle it. One of them's from Alaska. Okay. I get an Uber. <laughs> I go to an urgent care in Anaheim. Oh, oh God. It is stacked. This place... Is stacked. It's very busy. People are on top of each other. People are coughing. Jesus. It's very Caucasian. I asked the woman, like, hi, like, how long does it take? She says, minimum one hour. I'm like, that can't be done. I it need- needs to be now. I need it needs to be now. I'm literally dying a meal. So I wait on an Anaheim Street. I FaceTime you. Yes, it's true. She did. I lay stranded on Anaheim Street. I'm waiting for my Uber. I go to my college's health center. Mm-hmm. I get there. I get tested for literally everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. I get tested for a mono, strep one, strep A, strep B, strep C. All of them. Every single one, blood tested, pricked, pro Everything, the whole
1: nine yards. COVID
0: tested, even though she refused to COVID test me. I was like, I had COVID two weeks ago, but Jimmy Kimmel got COVID three weeks after he got COVID for the first time. So if Jimmy Kimmel can do it, so can I. Oh. But I didn't. I didn't have COVID. You know what I had? She said I had depression oh, and wow. exhaustion. Yeah. She said I was exhausted. No, no, no. She said I was exhausted and depressed, and she told me to go home. <laughs> imagine can you imagine that what do you even say at that moment I don't know what I would say I said so what can you give me and she was like you just need to sleep and you're like no that's not enough so I told her (laughs) I had this like thing once like a few months ago where I was filming and I like had no energy and I felt like shit and then they gave me a steroid and she was like oh like we don't usually just like give out steroids like give out steroids and I, like, made a joke where I was, like, ha, like, I'm addicted or whatever. And she giggled, which I was, like, that's kind of sass. Like, yeah, this scary. is literally how the opiate crisis started. Like, but you started. are also,
2: like, trying to finesse this doctor.
0: Exactly. Know? And so she's, like, oh, like, what are you up to this week? And I was, like, I told her about my show and, like, yep. how I'm going to Scotland or whatever. And she was, like, oh, my God, tell me about the show. Like, are you acting in it? Like, was so into it. And I told her everything about it, how it was, like, a drama. I gave her the full details. And, like, at the end of my story, she was, like, you know what? We can give you a stir ride. And So, so she, she gave you the drugs. She was trying up. to
1: become your friend. And in There's that case, she was on. giving you prescription meds.
0: And I normally don't talk. Like, I would never tell the doctor about what we do because I think it's so embarrassing. I think actors are the most embarrassing thing on planet Earth. It's literally the stupidest thing in the world. But I told her that because what did I want? I wanted drugs. When did I want it? I wanted it now.
1: Yeah, the bodybuilding community is shaking right now that you got steroids. <laughs> <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
2: Guys, how do we know each other? Do we want to let the people into like our crazy? Yeah, lives?
1: I mean, I met Miss Josanna um, in our sorority rush. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were in a white sorority wow. in Orange, California, and she became my little and we just automatically fell in love. Uh, fun fact, I actually said I loved her when I didn't even know who the hell she was. And she thought I was a mom. I Wait, did. Verification.
2: First, first I day. was scared for my life. First day knowing Josie, you told her that I you didn't even.
0: Her. No, I didn't know her. I didn't know her name. name. We were in an event setting. Picture. It's giving cult. Picture a cult. Picture <laughs> a, a sacrifice. A, a gathering. Truly. A sacrifice. Sacrifice of our moral integrity. Yeah, mm, it's giving stories. midsummer a mm. little bit. Thank and you for the picture. Except yep. it was mid January. But what? Yep. And I said, I don't know who you are, but I love you. And I thought she was like a fifty-year-old woman. I thought she was, because ah. I look
2: fucking fifty. That I knew that that was yeah. All the botox so right now. I'm
0: like, I, I'm kidding. No. I don't have any. I truly thought you were a mom and that's how we met. I think we literally talked about having a podcast the first time we ever hung out. Because
1: we can talk for hours and hours and people will still listen because we're that attractive and smart and kind and all of that. And then during the pandemic, I was moving um, to L.A. after graduation. And Josie kept talking about Alicia. Alicia, I was like, who the fuck is Alicia? (laughs) And little did I know she would become one of the most important people in my life. Um, She was my roommate. She was my mom, my aunt, (laughs) my grandmother, my little sister, my guardian, all the things. And she they just they're everything to me. Yeah.
2: It's crazy to think like people still don't fathom that we live together. Like I think people think that I'm like saying that hyperbolically or like joking around. Oh, you live near each other. No, 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 no. We lived in the same house during the pandemic um, because I met the beautiful Josie Tota on a movie called Moxie. And then by some grace of God, we booked the same show together, like unbeknownst to us. Like I fully was auditioning for it. And I was just like, child, I need a job to keep me in LA. So I'm to have to go back to my three jobs <laughs> and double major at my school. Um, and Josie was like, wait a minute. I may be doing that. And I was like, girl, stop it. And I literally got emotional on the set. Fast forward, we filmed an entire television series together and then I vowed to myself that I want to do everything in life with this girl so then we live together we travel together we work together like for over two years which is crazy and now we're doing this together so ha my plan is working we um continue to do so much together and then her lovely light brought me to my baby daughter okay
1: she put me to bed sometimes like physically All the time tuck
2: me in do we, do we want to let them know that like I would I think, yeah, I think we can share. They're, they're our family. Say I it. would sit in the shower. Um, Shut up. Yes, you okay, would ask me fuck, off.
1: I would fuck off. Fuck sit-
2: <laughs> off. I have abandonment issues. No, and it's okay because I love her that much that I would do it because I'm a Bronx bitch, you feel me, if I don't fuck with something. She <laughs> would sit
1: on the toilet I don't as I would shower, and we wouldn't talk. She to- would just be there. Yeah, to but- be
0: fair, though, Elisa, you have a bench in your bathroom dedicated to visitors. See?
1: No, come <laughs> while for While you me. shower.
0: Come
2: for me. No, 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 no. It's not while I shower. It's because everybody wants the kiki in a bathroom. You feel me? I'm- it's the safest space. I no longer have extra space so when I'm getting ready I want to kiki whether I'm showering whether I'm doing my makeup people sit on the bench it's like a park bench in the Bronx feel me
0: yeah 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 park bench in the Bronx in your bathroom
2: exactly Watching. except it's from Ikea okay it's from Ikea and it gives and it's great and both of y'all have sat your beautiful asses on it so you're welcome but all that goes to say we're really close guys a little bit more than we should be and uh, we find ourselves having all of these peculiar conversations and um, we find ourselves going in depth Of things as crazy as like TikTok and trends and makeup, but also like
0: the world that we're living in right now. So we thought we'd bring it to you. We created this podcast because we have not been able to find a place that just has an outlet for substantive conversations, basically about things that we find important, such as like systems of oppression, like infrastructures, policies, but also like really important pressing topics like Dua Lipa's obsession with wearing her hair the same and never wanting to change it. Like those are things that are really important to us. And I remember Yasmeen and I, we initially titled this (laughs) podcast We were like laying in bed in the pandemic and we came up with the title and that was Let's Get Hard. Let's Get
1: Hard. We would have it as like the foreplay, like that'd be the beginning part of the podcast, the climax and then the, what is it? Pillow, no, pillow talk, foreplay, climax.
0: And what was the last part? I have no idea. Like, oh, post, post, not post post not clarity and anyway no one wanted to buy that so we had to sort of reposition ourselves and realize that the conversations that we wanted to have we were having every single night in our house with our beautiful roommate alicia through the pandemic we survived by having each other Mm -hmm. what do you guys think
1: i think there was so much that we talked about whether it was like we even even talked that day because sometimes during the pandemic we we're not in the best of places. Some days we felt amazing. Some days we felt like shit. And at the end of the day, we always had each other. And yeah. we had to have these topics, especially after such a monumental time that was 2020 in yeah. so many aspects. We really experienced like turbulent times together. And it was
2: beautiful to like have a collective and have community in each other. And I think it was really healing for all of us to come together together. And have frank, transparent conversations, Mm -hmm. especially because we are so different. You know, our opinions about certain things are very different. Um, Our upbringings and our backgrounds are so different. But we were educating each other with compassion. And it was really beautiful. And then it was super interesting to have, like, other friends come into our life and hear our personal conversations and say, Whoa, I learned from that. Like, it happened all the time very naturally. So the fact that, you know, we're kind of birthing this baby of our podcast, dare we say... It feels really beautiful, but it feels natural. It feels like it makes sense because like what Josie was saying, like we're these multidimensional beings that don't always feel like we're being respected in our fullness in a lot of media outlets. So yeah, it's going to be really fun. Now bringing our personal coffee date talks and dinner table and talks. And late night car
0: rides. Late, late night, night car, car rides. rides. The amount yeah. of times we've like talked in the car in Alicia's driveway until like four in the morning when yeah. we had work the next day, five hours later. Yeah. The amount of drives we've been on. The amount of nights we stayed up literally sleeping together, holding hands. <laughs> we would lay in bed until we fell asleep while we hold hands and would have conversations about the state of the world. Yeah. Now that's all going to happen here except with experts and Fun guests it's, and I, fun games.
1: I'm honestly so grateful that first Crooked's giving us this opportunity and shout out Crooked. I'm with you too because I just wish growing up as a young Lebanese woman in today's world that I had something to listen to that taught me and came towards me with no judgment. But it's like I just wish I had that, and now we get to make that on Dare. We say
2: it's gonna be a really fun time. I'm like super grateful and excited. And it's going to be interesting having people not hear these conversations because hopefully it allows
0: them to be a little less feel- fucking stupid. Just kidding. That I was going to and- say a
1: little bit more liberated and empowered. Yes, but what that, Josie said
0: that yeah. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah, I that.
1: just want to make it clear that we want the people from the left, the right, the north, the south Up, to be down, able down, the middle, all to middle. We want you we to want everyone.
0: Megan McCain, I hope you're listening. We want you to come and
1: listen in a place of we want to listen. We might
0: not agree, but we we also might not be right all the time. But we also might not agree all the time. We probably won't because we're literally from different places, as Alicia said. So with that, you guys, I think we should kind of get into it. Let's get into it. So when we come back, we are going to be discussing the controversial topic of birthdays. I'm turning 21. But first, we have a very special guide from your favorite girls about how to celebrate your birthday like a bad biatch.
1: I fucking love birthdays. It's something we all have in common. Every single day there's one. Exactly. We sometimes spread love. We spread cheer. We spread kisses. Sometimes COVID, get vaccinated. And so I just wanted to uh, give you all some tips Tricks and gifts from your favorite girlies of how to celebrate
0: your birthday like a bad biatch. Number one, invite only hot people because you don't want to be caught with ugly people on your birthday. Number
1: two, choose your roster wisely and always have a plan B and get it while
0: you can. Number three, only do drugs that could be found on a Hilton daughter. And if you're going to do so, test them for fentanyl. Stay safe out there.
2: Number four, Make sure that you block that family member that always sends you something depressing on your birthday.
1: Preserve your mental health. Number five, curate the dirtiest playlist you can. Number six, live carefree. Live with the audacity
2: of a cis hetero white man. Number seven, make sure that you get a good
0: rinse to pick. Abuela friendly. And a slutty pick for the close friends. Number eight. Pick fights with every single person you know. This is the one day you can get away with anything. Seriously, hit your grandma. Number nine, don't pay for anything. Put the me
1: in GoFundMe. Put the fuck in fuck. (laughs) Number 10, schedule an hour to cry earlier in the day
0: because there is no crying in the club, bitch. Unless it's for attention. And And those are are the top top 10 ways to celebrate your your birthday like a bad biatch. dare we say is brought to you by apostrophe oh that was so sexy really you just made like a symbol of language so sexy
1: finding skincare products that actually work for you is like Really complicated. And that's why we are
0: excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this beautiful episode. I just feel like it's so easy to get overwhelmed by the amount of choices that are out there. I mean, there's so many sites now, suddenly on Snapchats trying to feed me skincare. Everybody wants to touch my face. And I'm like, guys, stop. Slow down. Like, I don't know. It's just it's a lot of product options. And it's really hard to even find products that actually work. And like we said, it's overwhelming. So We wanted to introduce you to Apostrophe, which is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatologist team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. And through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne, which I think is very, very important because you really never know what's going into the things that you're putting on your face. Mm, So knowing that a clinician... Uh, A medical board professional is involved Uh, in the substances that are going to be rubbed all over your dirty fucking face. uh, I just find that to be amazing. All you have to do is simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and medical history. And then you just take a few selfies and a board certified dermatologist will create your first customized treatment plan. And this way you don't have to go into anywhere, you don't have to drive anywhere. I feel like the parking for a dermatologist is Mm-mm. always like true it's always hell on earth. There if you live in LA, why is every dermatologist on the other side of the 405, like past the one I want. I'm talking Encino, Woodland Hills. I'm not trying to go to Woodland Hills to get up my fucking face looked at. If I wanted to go to Woodland Hills, I would try to see where porn was invented. Maybe that's Northridge. Or I would try to see where where people who wish they were the Kardashians would want to live, but they can't afford Calabasas, which is why you have apostrophe, Which and because it also offers access to treatments for all skin types. And I think that's important because it's all types of acne. So it's not just like a little girl who needs like a little bit of glow. It's like from hormonal acne to facial acne. And you guys, even back, chest, and butt acne, because we know acne is everywhere and it's not something to be ashamed of but it is something to get treated if that's what you're looking for and the place to do it is with apostrophe and you kind of just say what your skincare goals are and talk about um yeah honestly I think my skincare goals was like
1: I hit the ripe age of 22 and then all of a sudden I got perioral dermatitis, which is like a little, like little bumps of rosacea all over my fucking face. And it looks like I had hives. It looks like as if I got stung by a bunch of wasps in the middle of Echo Park on my route home from a lover's house. Like, that's not cool and that's not fun, but thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, mom and dad for apostrophe. May I just add... We love our listeners so much, like I'm obsessed with you, that we're, and Apostrophe, have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only five whopping dollars at apostrophe.com slash dare when you use our code dare. Uh, that's a saving of $15. This code it's is only available for our listeners though. Whopping, whopping. And to get it started, just go to apostrophe.com/dare and click begin visit. Then use our code dare at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only 5 freaking dollars.
0: Thank you apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. Love you. This is one of my most proudest moments in my entire life as a human fucking being, and that is the fact that we are sponsored by Squatty Potty. Squatty Potty. Anyone who knows me well and has seen the inside corridors that is the four walls that make up my big, big bathroom, you know, under my toilet seat, there has been a Squatty Potty. For not one, not two, but over five years. When I saw the squatty potty on Shark Tank, I fell in love. I'm pretty sure it was Barbara Quirkin that invested in it. (laughs) And everyone else thought it was so funny. Basically, you guys, the squatty potty, for those of you who are fucking imbeciles and do not know what a squatty potty is, it puts your body in a natural squatting position. And our bodies were anatomically designed to actually poop this way. Um, and it's actually clinically proven to help you poop better. It's also a 60 day money back guarantee, which is like good for those of you who are fucking insane and actually do that. But it's nice because it shows that it does work. Um, over 8 million actually have sold and more than 10,000 five star reviews. 8,000 of those were me. No, it's um, true. I saw her put all 8,000 five star reviews. I'm a witness When I to this. tell you I, like all different types of people, my mom has used it. And the perfect thing is, you can design it to your bedroom so it comes in like every color. mean, what colors does it come in? I'm literally what? looking
1: at it right now. Right now I have like a wooden top that makes my feet feel like like, like I'm standing at a spa with like It's a giving nut. bamboo. It's giving bamboo. There's regular plastic. There's wooden. There's cedar. There's so many different types of options. There's clear. There's folding. There's travel. There's a freaking marble pattern. Ones that light up so you can find your way to the toilet kind of like an egg, like a row in, on a plane. And Josie, can I make a confession? Please. Sometimes when you were at school and I really had to go number two, I did go into your room and I did use your squatty
0: potty a couple times That's a week. Fucking crazy! But you know what? Like, do I? I, get I it. Do you forgive me? Do you? Do you forgive, I forgive me? I forgive you. I forgive you. And I get it. I. I mean, just picturing you sneaking into my room while I'm gone, getting an education, like a in just, the night, just shit like a in my toilet, in and it's the best shit ever. But you know what? I get it. Because a squatty potty is literally the best thing to ever happened to me. And I'm I'm in a different country right now and I don't have my squatty potty with me. And I'm I'm currently getting one shipped to me. I've been struggling, honestly.
1: And wanna well, know what's not gonna be a struggle? The fact that if you go to squattypotty.com slash dare, you get 20% off your purchase.
0: No, you're welcome. You are literally welcome. So go guys, squatty, squatty, squatty in your fucking potty. And when you guys shit, think buckets, of us. buckets. Buckets. <laughs> That's disgusting. I love think, it. think of us. Fill your toilet bowl while we fill your heart. Go to squattypotty.com slash dare for 20% off your purchase. Guys,
2: it is my beautiful sister's birthday. You guys would be born this same week. <laughs>
0: Literally 20, 24 the, hours back. I was gonna
2: say within the same 48 hours that checks out, it is on brand for you guys. 24 hours in, in three
0: years. So yeah, wow, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I want to You know, us. we can we include years that back. older than me. She's a baby. She's a oh. little baby. I'm an urchin. Anyways,
2: my Leo Queens. I'm so excited to celebrate you guys. Well, I'm always happy to celebrate y'all because I love y'all. But specifically this week, is a tie up. And Josie specifically, I'm sorry.
1: I got really excited. Got. Is she okay? Everyone, I'm truly, did you just have a stroke? Yes! Your honor. <laughs> Your honor, I'm a freak bitch. <laughs> That's a yeah. Megan yeah, stallion! I'm a freak bitch. Handcuffs, leashes, me, switch my weave. make it feel like I'm a cheating. cheating. Put them no, on. We're going to get something to leave and never lost a fight, but I'm, I'm looking like like for a beat Megan, if you want to come on the podcast, this is a formal I'm invitation. Obsessed. She will. She will. Okay, We're not Okay.
2: Mi gente, back, back, back to the studio. Back. To la finca, back to where we're talking about. It's oh, y'all's birthdays. Quiet. How do you guys Baby, feel about your birthdays? I'm like,
0: where the fuck is the question? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's y'all's birthdays. I'm question? trying to say it, but each time you guys fucking stop me because you don't understand but, me or I start talking. No, about. but
0: what? There's a question. The here. question
2: is, how do you feel about your fucking birthdays?
0: What does it mean to you?
2: I con you. Es el mismo fucking cosa. Okay. So, anyways, right?
0: How do you guys feel about your birthday week? Anyway, Especially
2: turning 21. That's you
0: very guys, special. Okay, so you know what's so Should funny? I'm gonna answer the question. I'm saying, how do I feel my birthday? I'm turning 21, right? Recently, I was just kicked out of a bar a few months ago on my graduation morning. That was the first time that I was ever denied access from a bar. Do you remember that? You were there. You, you were there too. Mm-hmm. At six o'clock
2: in the morning, they kicked us out?
0: Yeah, you didn't know, we were kicked out. Why'd you think we left? Um, because, um, because we had because to leave to awful. graduation. Oh. Oh. Thought? We were kicked out? Yeah, he came out to me and he said, are you 21? And I was like, no. And he was like, why you didn't, didn't you lie? because my sis i have my sister's id oh, and my shit. sister has her id and my sister and i can't be th- i mean she looks nothing like me she wishes i literally went through all of college i i literally like didn't do anything legal but I always went to the bar with fake ID so I'll never know what it's like to be in college with being 21 mm. so to me 21 doesn't really have anything to do with like bars and like nightlife and like alcohol and stuff just because I've never really drank to be honest and that's just the truth. She wasn't
1: ever a drinker. No
0: truly not but anyway so about my birthday I feel like I don't know I just feel like growing up because I wasn't always allowed to be myself I fully didn't get to like have Mm. like birthdays like I feel like I'm still like very much a baby because like when I started becoming my full self like what was that like four years ago now like I feel like I'm like four years old like I feel like Mm. I'm having experiences that people have you know 10 years ago I'm having it now and Mm. I think that makes me stunted in certain ways and it's honestly like sad sometimes you know because it's like wow am I behind Mm. but it's also like beautiful because I get to like have this new perspective and start life So, like, I'm excited, but I'm also like, hmm, I wish I had more of my teen years, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I'll never get that back. Is that depressing? Maybe. Maybe. But it's also the truth.
2: And that's okay. That's That's a really powerful perspective. And I want to say, like, thank you for even just sharing that. Um, Because I don't think people would think of it that way. I think people historically have always been told you have to be happy about your birthdays regardless. But sometimes you're not always in the best space. Like, Josie and Yaz, historically, how have you guys felt about your birthdays? Like, what are your sentiments towards it?
1: Yeah. So I've always... Loved my birthday. I'm a very, like, I love being the center of attention, shockingly. Um, (laughs) That's the truth. And ain't that the truth. And so I always
0: was, I always built it up to be this huge. The way you're gripping the mic right now. You have like a gorilla grip on that mic. Don't say that. Um, I, I
1: used to love my birthday. I used to plan it like, weeks and months in advance, I used to want to have, like, the biggest day. Like, I always wanted to have, like, a non-summer birthday because I wanted, like, everyone to sing happy birthday to me in class and, like, bring cupcakes for the class. Decorate and... your locker.
0: We never got that because I had a summer birthday. Exactly. We never got also that. Also, everyone's out of town in the summer.
1: Everyone's always gone. But um, I used to love it. And then, I'm not trying to get depressing on everyone, but uh, 2020 happened, and on my birthday, the Beirut explosion mm-hmm. happened. Um and that was really hard. It still is for me because it's my whole family. We were supposed to be there on my birthday. And she's like, from there. Like that's where. Her like my whole family. Like family my home. Beirut. We were. We literally canceled our flight a couple of weeks because it was the pandemic. pandemic right? So yeah. in a way, the pandemic saved my whole life because the people in my building were killed. Yeah. I lost everything. I lost family members. I feel a survivor's guilt. I felt like I should have been there, and so. I can't help but think that on my birthday, Mm. and it's so frustrating because I remember that day where I didn't. I'm not trying to trauma dump on you guys, but speak your truth. Well, you guys know this, but to our viewers, uh, I want you guys to know that it's okay to not like your birthday sometimes, or it it ebbs and flows. Some years you love it, some you don't. It's just any other fucking day, and you get to choose to love it or to not. Thank you, yeah,
2: for sharing that. I think it's really important to like give people the space to feel whatever comes natural. Like, don't force it. And if I'm going to be completely honest, it's really interesting to hear your perspectives. I think that they, it's really fruitful to hear how you guys have conceptualized your birthdays. But historically, I haven't always loved them. Uh, why? Um, I just felt like people made them more grandiose than they needed to be. To be frank, I would get a bit overwhelmed. Mm. Like, also, my parents are phenomenal and would make miracles happen on my birthdays. So, like, even though they didn't have the means to celebrate me they would do like phenomenal things. Like literally like for one year, my mom fundraised to send me on a school trip, which happened to be in London. And that was like my 16th or my 17th birthday gift. Because unfortunately my 16th, I was in the hospital as a result to um, lupus complications because I have lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. So frankly, historically, I didn't always feel the best about them. But now on the other side, I kind of adore birthdays. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think it's that makes you happy. in part because of you guys, just because of community. I think I'm in a very different place in my life. But, you know, I think it's it's this juxtaposition. Feel however you want to feel. If you don't want to see nobody, you don't see nobody. Yeah. But at least to yourself, even if it's internal, you go, thank
0: you. It's perspective. That's, no. yeah. That's important. We talk about birthdays, honestly, often. Like we, we, always, do. we always do. We always really do. do. All that I'm here to say is that That is also a weird thing about my birthday, too. But recently, I actually have been loving my birthdays. For instance, my 20th birthday, which I famously titled the theme Sweet 16x Modern Sex. No one understood why it was called that. I just... We all wore black. There was a lot going
2: on, but it was so much fun.
0: That was literally my Sweet 16 that I never got. Was that not it?
2: It was. We were on a party bus. I put on a show, honey. You were living your best life. Oh, Josie looked divine.
1: Please go back to the Instagram pictures. On screenshot. I wasn't there because I was with family mourning, but I was screenshotting every fucking post of her on that party bus. She was the hottest person I've ever seen in my life. Josie,
2: I think that that's also like such a great note about birthdays. Make it whatever the hell you want. I'm going to be completely honest with oh, you, girl. Yeah. I didn't understand what the
0: fuck was happening, but since I was since living since my best since life, since and since you looked amazing. Well, it's called Modern Sex because the woman finishes first, and that's why I wanted to make it yes, Modern ma'am. Sex. ma'am. That's why yes, I wanted ma'am. to make that the theme. I wanted the woman to be in charge, so I wanted all the women to feel very empowered. But that was, like, was such was a, a thing. The people that came to it, too, it was such tea. Yeah. But honestly, it was very fun. <laughs> Your birthday this year felt like we were planning, like, a White House <laughs> We, it, no,
1: we were we were planning a... Uh, it was like I, the Met Gala. It was the Met Gala, what they <laughs> wanted it to be. Okay, T,
2: wow, thank you. Guys, I'm going to be honest. This is a PSA. I don't know what happened. We did throw a party together in less than two weeks. And I'm like, oh, I've never had a party like this. A party, it I was never, an event.
1: It was a gala. Exactly.
2: I never had the means to do this. Why not? I was like, I just want to see all the people I love in one room. Beautiful community, you know, collective. That's all that I'm about. I didn't think it was going to be this big. It turned out being like 350 people. You yeah. Know. Shoved
0: into like a meat locker oven. Really nice- in downtown LA, <laughs> yeah.
1: underground. It was like I was literally. There was no
0: reception. It was giving, None. it was. None. <laughs> there was You None. couldn't reach anyone. There was Not fights. a bar. There was
1: everything. And everything. I'm grateful there was no reception because I tried to drunk text like five different people. Yeah, you did. And not one went through. It was like I was in Berlin. One underground, of our- latex, yes. everything. One uh, of our
2: friends made out with everything every man she yes, saw that she Yes, she did.
0: And half of them were homosexual. And it was
2: amazing. It was such a beautiful night. that she so later much found
0: happening. out. That <laughs> was everything. I have never given so much for anyone, any one of my wow, friends. Like, I you. have never... Like, truly. Over 10 people flew out. I didn't take any photos of my outfit because my outfit was partially non-existent. For that Mm, reason, I didn't want to be sued Um, and or canceled. So thank God it was dark in there because (laughs) I had no undergarments on. And I just had what was a little cloth. It was literally. It was was, was no, it wasn't a a cloth. It was a thread. Dare we say a face towel. Dare we say
1: just literally a thread. Mesh might even. Just going right. Right over over the the crease. crease, (laughs) Right over the buttocks crack. Right. And that's and then fur boots. We can't forget the fur boots. Literally. Guys, uh Broke the internet with those fur boots. Literally. You guys. Yeah, the amount of DMs I got.
0: Speaking of DMs. DMs on your birthday are such a thing.
1: DMs and posting Okay, question for you both. And I'm being genuine. Okay. If one of your (laughs) friends don't story you on your birthday, how does that make
0: you feel? I I feel nothing less. unless it was you. Then I'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. Other than that, I don't care. S- actually, is that true? If That's- we didn't post on your birthday, you would be like, "Okay, That's so weird." So- okay, yeah, agreed. Okay. I'm glad you fucking said yeah. something, Josie. Right. Right. I'm right. glad you did. That's right.
1: so you're so full nah, of nah, shit. Nah, nah, oh, no, actually, I'm
2: not full of <laughs> shit. You're so full, full of shit. Because I wouldn't give a fuck. Okay, just I- because you care if every single person posts about you is not the same for me. But also, but sidetrack for a
1: second. Isn't it insane how we literally measure a friendship on if someone posts or not? That I don't. That's insane but me. it is
2: insane it is a part of the social contract that is what I was going to get into I think unfortunately there is like a social contract that you sign with certain people yes agreed so for example I feel like you, Yaz and I you and I we post a lot so like if we didn't post for each other that'd be kind of brazy but, people like, would I, be like their friendship's most shaking yeah but it, like if Josie didn't post I'd just be like oh she's busy they, oh your birthday no but for your birthday I, I, I'll take accountability for your 20th, yeah. I was with you all day and
0: we worked. We worked in over like 16, 17 hour day. I didn't post shit. But I actually don't care if someone doesn't post birthday. You know why? Because I won't see it. I probably haven't Me. seen it. Yeah. If I don't post for your birthday, honest to God. She would just
2: be like, oh, that's weird, but she wouldn't care. Her and I are the same, I feel like. No,
0: I obviously I love you so much. I love all my friends equally though, but I feel like people expect- no oh, she doesn't they,
1: she does not like, love all your friends equally because no, I don't love my friends equally no one loves their friends equally I love equal all way.
0: my friends I lo- the word love I love all my friends equally do I like she them like equally all friends? that's no. how my mom told my me and my siblings she said do I love you guys yes do I like you most of you and-
1: <laughs> Shout out.
0: Chrissy. Anyway, Chrissy, today I, I ran Chrissy. down the stairs and I my mom is in town and I ran into a laundry basket in the middle of the hallway and I said, "Oh my gosh, why is this here?" And she said, "Because I'm fucking doing laundry." And I was she's like, "Good morning, kill you." I know. Anyway, so she's a
2: lovely woman. Continue.
0: What I wanted to say is that I feel like because we have a public <laughs> thing going on, yeah, where we did a movie a together and then couple. we did a show together, and so I feel like if I don't post about your birthday, people will be like. Are you? Are they okay?
1: I feel like there's extra pressure for you both because of your how public.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. On a like, I don't want people to think we aren't friends anymore. Yeah, but
1: and I know we you, should start that rumor. I'll make it like a Twitter alias and, and be <laughs> like, apparently they're no longer. But also, best no
0: one also cares about that much, and That's we're not famous. We're literally not shit. We're literally stupid, and we're
2: um. I'm not stupid, but I'm definitely not famous. Oh,
0: I mean. sorry, you're not stupid, but I'm stupid. But I will say is that I still feel the pressure with you.
2: No, I understand that, and I think that that speaks to like a larger conversation, there's like a social expectation. Like once people have like invested themselves into an image and it feels awful saying that about Josie and I, because unfortunately it is an image because it's so genuine. Like she just happens to be my best friend and we happen to work together, which is a blessing. But I think people do expect to see us together all the time. And it's like, you don't want them To question where we lie, but it's also like, who gives a fuck? Like, I don't care, you don't care. I don't care. But you know that people care, which is
0: so interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Moral of the story here is do not post if you don't think that person isn't going to care. But if it's important to your friends, then maybe post. But more importantly, social media doesn't even matter anyway. And if your friend is caring about it, you probably wouldn't wanna be close with them. Let's just take a quick little break. And then we'll be right back. I
2: have a question for you guys. Say it. How do you guys feel about turning 21 and 24? And how do you feel like other people are putting expectations on you about that? And what are your own expectations?
1: Yeah, I feel like, and I feel like this also brings up how different the generation was like from our parents turning 20. Something. Could you imagine? They don't and even like, know like, the importance of birthday posts or any of that shit. Like, none no, of this No, because matters. This, this didn't exist yeah. back then. And I f- also feel like age is so... Maybe this is because of me because I literally go manic once I hear about like climate change constantly and mm. think about, like, am I going to have a 50th birthday or are we going to mm. be dead because of the planet exploding?
2: Like central crisis. Yeah, and I, I,
1: I literally would cry in high school thinking about this. And I'm like, does any of this even matter? Because we, I don't know what's gonna happen in twenty years, but also that's maybe being depressing. But well, but that's a valid notion. I, I think it's turning twenty four. It's kind of like I'm ready for. Uh, like I don't know what's gonna happen. Like some of my friends are getting fucking engaged. Why you? Like some of my friends are having babies right now, and I'm like single. I I'm putting my career first. I'm yeah. on my like bad bitch As you motive right now, and that's so scary. And it's like, everyone has their own timeline. I understand that. But I'm like, if C- Celine is getting married and having a partner, why, where the, f- where's my ring?
0: Mm. I feel like people are like behind mothers later now, which I love. Which I love. Same. Also, people are deciding not to be a parent. And I think that's really understandable. Yeah. And I take fall. I used to judge people like women.
1: I used to Ooh. judge people too. If they, if they didn't want kids, I'd be like, but why don't you? But I'm like, don't, that's you. so
0: stupid. Why do we expect people to have children? Absolutely. It's absurd. People are doing older now. And I, I don't wanna have a kid when I'm like fucking 64. Oh T, okay. I, I wanna be a century away from my child. <laughs> I just love that when my mom speaks a different language than me, not necessarily literally and figuratively, <laughs> although she wishes she was fluent in our homeland language of Arabic. Um, of the of the country of Arab. Someone will literally be like talking about baseball. They're like Babe Ruth, and she's like Beirut. Where what? Beirut. <laughs> yeah, yes. No. But my mother, um, I love that she doesn't understand a lot of me, and that's why I think the gap is important. Obviously, if yeah. you have children unexpectedly and you are forced into that then that is a different story because that is awful. That's traumatic. And if you're choosing to be a mother
1: at a young age, then
0: that is literally you're Hmm. commendable for carrying on, you know, your motherhood with that. I'm talking about people who choose to literally marry someone and to give birth at a very young age and to have a child. Cause I'm just like, that is weird. Like you guys listen to the same music, like the same things. Like I grew up, my mom being like, I'm not your friend. I'm your, I'm your mother. Parents. Yeah, I'm your yeah, parent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't talk to me like your friend. That's exactly what like. I want to be 80 years old. I don't even want to be your parent. I want to be your like ghost superior from, from ancestry. Person. I want to be visiting you from the past. <laughs> Coming in to like give you my words of wisdom. I don't want to get my nails done with you. I'm dead. i don't want to hang out with it you. Is? I do. No, that's that's I an do. inappropriate I, relationship. I think
1: my mom is so That's different. not an inappropriate relationship. My mom and I, I are so fucking different. But I know, I have her name tattooed on my arm. Like she's the most important person in my life. No, I love my mom, but I also but, love that she's like on Mars and I. I love that my mom loves Dua Lipa. I love that my mom loves Rufus deSoul. Like that's yeah. iconic. Like I want to smoke mm. with my parents, even though they won't do it with me. But like, see if
0: I brought a weed around my parents, I would literally scream and cry.
1: I know they would. But I love that. They're like, I everything. love
0: that my mom listens to 60s music. I love that she showed me how to James. Like, I want her to yeah. educate me from her generation. Yeah. My mom doesn't, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do and then know I, what I you have mean. my dad to kind of, like, he knows who, like, Dua Lipa and, like, yeah yeah Charlie yeah. D'Amelio. Mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. he's really in the know. But I love that my mom is, like, out of loop. Yeah. It's
2: interesting, like, how, you know, we put arbitrary timelines on, like, what decades are supposed to look like or like 20s or 30s or 40s mm-hmm. or where you're supposed to quote unquote be at an age because like oh my gosh have I had such a paradigm shift about like age and what I think I'm supposed to be doing because frankly this feels like an insane thought to share but when I was younger I thought by 25 I'd be married yeah and I would be having children before 30 because it's specifically coming from my culture mm. and everyone that I knew my mom had me fairly young. Like she was always the youngest and I I loved that. You know, my mom till this day will, will twerk on the boat with us, but we'll also, you know, giving us her wisdom. You know, she's a very intelligent woman. But most of the people in my family, especially as Latinos, had their children pretty young. So I fully couldn't fathom at a young age people waiting and prioritizing their career and their mental health and establishing themselves financially. Um, to then wait and have children
0: Um, so I think that speaks to just not perpetuating timelines and and just celebrating the fact Mm -hmm. that like aging is kind of a good thing you know and like wherever you are is like where you are and I think we should just embrace that and like the growth that comes with that don't you guys agree? I completely agree we're
1: all on our own timelines nothing matters this isn't even real real
0: Amazing. Well I love you guys. We're gonna take a break and then we'll come back. Let's go, let's go for a nice little I I had to pee so bad, so let's we'll come back. I'm gonna urinate. Let's go. Who wants to? Perfect, I'll come. Well you guys, we did it we became mothers, what do we get? Like, what, what does a mother get? You know what I really want? Why, the only reason what? why I wish that I had a... I was going to say a working uterus as if someone shoved a uterus in me. Please. And this is like not even working. <laughs> doesn't exist. Is cravings. I love having cravings. Ooh, do you know I thought you going to say a push gift. You don't do love a craving. Like when you're into something, okay, you then, then
1: just like take an edible or something. You'll get craving right then and there. I'm literally high right now. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not mom.
0: You know, I once did an article where I said I feel like I'm on coke and then the headline of the article of a very reputable yes. article, magazine was, um, I'm on cocaine. Your mom? And my mom called me crying. Really? And I was like, That's bitch. kind of iconic. <laughs> I was like, Babe, relax. By the way, if you want some, come over. Anyway, Stop. we're you know, joking. I, we didn't. I'm joking. Don't I, do don't do don't do I don't do coke. I don't have access to it. I literally don't do drugs. You just okay. talking about them. So then, no, that's not true. Can. Stop okay. talking Okay. Okay, guys. Anyway, to close out our first episode, our producers shout out Caroline and Ari and we Sandy. Love you. We love and you all guys so much. We're going to be doing this show every single week, having conversations just like this and even more, bringing you new content. Like I said, with experts, celebs. I don't know. Maybe JoJo Siwa will be here. Maybe Obama will be here. He won't. We can guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> but. You know, you really never know. You really never know in this house. But any that parting was, I'm words? I'm sorry. That was really funny. Thank you. Yes, I know. Any, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I actually, I'm a self-hating narcissist. Any parting words, you guys?
1: We're so excited for you guys to join us on this journey. Yeah. Whether you love us, hate, hate us, us want to kiss, kiss us, us,
0: or do us. us. yeah, We want you here. Hey, 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 do not forget to subscribe and review us. And for even more juicy content, subscribe to Dare We Say on YouTube and follow us on Instagram. Dare We Say is a Crooked Media production.
1: Caroline Reston is our showrunner, producer, and mommy. And Ari Schwartz is our producer and show daddy. Fiona Pastana is our associate producer and Sandy Girard is the almighty executive producer. It's hosted and produced by me, Josie Toda. And me, Yasmeen Hamidi. And me, Alicia
2: Pascual-Pena. Vasilis Fotopoulos and Charlotte Landis, they are both our engineers. Brian Vasquez is our editor and theme music composer. Our video producers are Mac DeGroote, Narm Melkonian, and Dylan Villanueva, and Mia Kelman.
0: Lastly, thank you to Jordan Silver, Gabriella Leverett, Jesse McLean, Caroline Haywood, Shayna Hortzman, Daisy Cruz, Danielle Jensen, and Awa Okaladi for marketing the show and making us look so damn good.